Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bird on Bears fans. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. Unfortunately, not here after a Bears victory on a Thursday, but... Do want to break down some of what I saw in this game and why I feel like we can place the blame on Justin Fields at a minimum, right, for missing absolute opportunities to score, but that that's okay. We're going to talk about all that more on today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Drop a bear down in the comments below and let's go. Now, if you are new to the channel, please like the video. Please subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Bears. Our Bears fans talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. And we do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dog Whiskey. As you can see, I have a couple of phenomenal bottles right here. Me and Kid were sipping on the black cherry flavor last night. We got the peach cherry flavor as well that we haven't cracked into, but we've had it so many times, bro. It's so fire. Y'all got to get into it, man. Uh, to to uh, support our sponsors, check the link in the description below. Bird Dog Whiskey, where the motto is, life's short, so add some flavor. Um... Let's get into this, man, because last night's game absolutely has Bears fans on tilt on who there is to blame. And trust me, there's plenty of blame to go around on how this game finished out, right? Like you can blame uh, uh, scheme a little bit at the end of that game or going towards the end of that game. You can blame the quarterback for parts in the first half of that game. You can blame receivers in the second half of that game. There's plenty of blame to go around. But I want before everybody jumps in here, reads the title, sees the card or, or sees the thumbnail and goes this guy's a moron understand where i'm coming from on this i'm putting this game on justin field's shoulders not to say he was the only reason the chicago bears lost not to say he was the only reason that the bears didn't get the job done versus a team that they absolutely should have beat and not to say that he played horribly all night but you have to get the job done. Bottom line. And last night, Justin Fields was unable to get the job done. Last drive of the game, right? Completely different story. Darnell Mooney, got to come down with that if you're going to be a number one, right, my boy? Got to come down with that. Uh, Justin Fields gets the big run to get you in a position for that game-winning attempt. But what Bears fans always want to overlook... And what I will not allow Bears fans to overlook is that you needed the game-winning attempt 
because of missed opportunities previously. And I know now that Keyshawn Johnson has come out and said, hey, he was loafing it. He didn't run as well. He, if he could have uh, had run a little bit harder, he would have got to that ball. Now that th now that's the narrative that we're all attaching ourselves to on the Justin Fields overthrow on Ryan Griffin. I don't know if I buy that 100%. I haven't looked at the All-22 yet. Um, you know, I got to take a day uh, before I see the All-22. But at the end of the day, it was still an overthrow. Do we think that Justin Fields doesn't know that Ryan Griffin is slow? Do we think that Justin Fields doesn't practice with Ryan Griffin all week and he doesn't know that he's a slow tight end? It was an overthrow. And that's okay. And here's the thing, right? I could sit here and I could nitpick everything that I think Justin Fields might have messed up on, but I also could give him credit on a bunch of stuff that other guys messed up on. And this is what I want Bears fans to understand. It's about growth this season. We all can see that Justin Fields is short on weapons, short on offensive linemen, especially in that second half, right? You lose Lucas Patrick, you lose uh, uh, um, uh, Tevin Jenkins. They, they don't basically end up coming back into the game. So now you're going in with backup to backup offensive linemen. You're on your sixth and seventh offensive linemen. And I think that's the part, right, that a lot of Bears fans are killing for because protection was decent in the first half. Yeah. Was he getting pressured? For sure. But it's absolutely better than what he's had multiple times this year. Like, that was actually probably some of the better protection in that first half that we've seen. Was it still subpar compared to the rest of the NFL? hundred percent a hundred percent but here's the thing at the end of the day these are moments that the bears have to learn from that's what this season comes down to that's what it all ends up being at the end of this right like what are you going to learn from this? How's Justin going to get better from these moments? How's Justin going to improve his game in these moments? And I swear, it's like we just we, we want it to be good so bad right now that we're not willing to, to criticize what's actually happening. There's a ton of blame to go around. But at the end of the day, two plays that absolutely win you the game happened in the first half and Justin Fields didn't make the play. Third play, little up in the air, right? I will say this. On the uh, underneath route, I think it was Isaiah Mazaret Smith that was underneath, and he ends up going to his hot read and Mooney. Mooney beat his man. Mooney beat his man. Love that you went there. Got to make the play. That's a walk-in touchdown if, if, you, if you hit Mooney in stride. I might, he, they might have brought him down. He, he was still pretty close. Mooney beat his man. I'm okay with you making that play. I'm okay with you going to that pass. I'm okay with you putting it down the field, but you have to complete those passes. And, and those are things that you can look at, whether you want to put it on Justin Griffin, whatever. You know what Ryan Griffin is. You got to throw that a little shorter. Wide open, Cole Komet throws it off a helmet. Right? Like, those are things that, change the game and if you score on one of those drives as the end of the game you you literally win the game you literally win the game and so that's why i look at it and i say yeah this game is on justin fields there's a bunch of other people you can talk about but justin had two maybe three opportunities if you count the uh count the mooney pass um that were guaranteed touchdowns and he didn't come away with them commit over the middle Throws it off a helmet. Griffin pass. Okay, we want to debate that now. That's, oh, he, was, he wasn't running hard enough. He was open. He ran hard enough to get open. He ran hard enough that the defender couldn't stay in front of him. 
right? Like I'm fine with shifting the blame, but I'm not, I, I'm fine with putting the blame where it's go, it's supposed to go, but I'm not shifting the blame just because I like him. I believe Justin Fields is our franchise quarterback. I believe Justin Fields is our quarterback of the future. I believe the Chicago Bears are putting together an offense that can consistently get in the red zone and is going for touchdown attempts and has come away with touchdown attempts more times than not. That excites me. That gets the blood pumping. That makes me feel good. But I'm also not just going to turn the blame from Justin Fields just because, oh, I like him. That's not me. Does Bayless jo- did Bayless Jones muff that punt? Is that probably what sealed the deal? Did he put his stamp on a lot? 100%. But you know what? Bayless shouldn't have had to have the game on his shoulders at that point because we should have been up at a minimum one touchdown. It should have been 14 to six. You should have been up at a minimum one touchdown. And so those are the moments that I look at, right? And I say, yeah, Justin... You, you missed in those moments. And yeah, you did put us in a position to win the game. But guess who used to do that? Mitch Trubisky. And Bears fans used to tell me the same thing. But he got you in a position to win the game. That's not, but, but that's not the conversation we're having. We're having the conversation that he missed opportunities which force you to get in the game. It's the same conversation as with Derek Carr, right? Kid loves to bring up Derek Carr's comeback numbers. Derek Carr has this many comebacks, leads the NFL. He's one of the best players in comeback moments. You know why? Because in the first half of those games, Derek Carr didn't make the right plays, and then you were forced to be in a situation where you had to come back. That's not what I want to see from the Chicago Bears. That's not what I want to see from this Bears team. That's not where I want this Bears team to be going. But here's the thing at the end of it. All of that being said, whoever you blame it on, it's fine. For me, it's Justin. I put, say, 70% of the game on him just because there were absolute touchdown moments that he didn't get. For you, maybe it's somebody different. But... This mindset that Justin Fields, because he put up nice passing yards, nice running yards, more so running than passing, but put up some good yards that day, can't be to blame. That's a poor narrative. That's a weak narrative. Just because he's my guy and I ride with him, I ride with him too. I wanted him to put that ball in. He got you in a position to win. He still put you in a position where you had to be in that position to win. The receivers didn't catch the ball in the second half, 100%. The offensive line didn't catch the ball in the second, or or didn't uh, protect well in the second half, 100%. But why? You lost two of your starting offensive linemen, and this was a weak offensive line to begin with. Justin's got some poor things around him, for sure. But for everybody that's like, oh, George Pickens is the is the answer. And I will say this, right? Kyler Gordon, I do, I do think Kyler Gordon's getting better after watching the tape. I like seeing what, what I'm seeing from Kyler Gordon. Um, and I think Jaquan Brisker uh, is, is really showing uh, himself to be a really nice piece for the Bears team, for this Bears team. But 
you go get George Pickens instead. Fine. We got a number one. He looks good. Doesn't change missing in the end zone. Doesn't change the missed P.I. call that the, that the ref put on him, right? Doesn't change the over... Like, those, those things... George Pickens doesn't change last night. Maybe you get a couple more drives in the red zone, but the drives that were guaranteed there, like we can't just act like the drives to the red zone didn't happen. And he used wide receivers to get down the field on those drives. Those same wide receivers that everybody wants to kill for the drops, which I think Pettis, he has the drops right. I think that that one in the end zone was clear P.I. And they didn't call that, which is wild. Um, But four catches last night, catches a touchdown, right? Catches the big pass from Justin Fields. I still see a lot of good in Justin Fields. I love what we saw. I love the growth that we're seeing from Justin Fields. But guess what? It's okay to say that he had a, a day where he didn't get the job done for you. And if he didn't get the job done for you in that day, but you can see that, hey, he was he was able to get down to the red zone. Right? Like, we can blame the scheme. There, there's a lot of things that we can blame, but we only blame it when the job doesn't get done. I don't blame Justin Fields for getting down to the red zone. Good job. You got there. But now people want to blame Luke Getzey. Oh, this scheme was terrible. Got you to the red zone three times. Got you open receivers in the red zone. Players got to make plays. As much as people want to complain about flus, guess what? For everybody that's talking about Justin Fields is developing, and I think he is, guess who he's developing under? We want to talk about the weapons. We can talk about the weapons. There's not, a, there's not much here. Guess what? We knew coming into the season, there's not much here. We knew coming into the season, there's not much that the Bears have at the wide receiver position. We knew coming into the season, Cole Komet might be meh. We knew that. It's not act brand new. It's not act like we didn't know this. Let's not act like we haven't seen this. There's growth to be learned from every single game. You know what I like last night? Justin Fields is passing the ball to get down the field. Justin had time in clean pockets delivering the ball to get down the field. Still getting pressured a lot, right? In that second half, guy, I think he ended up with 14 or 18 pressures last night. Still getting pressured a ton. But he's dealing with the pressure better. He's rolling out. He's getting away. He's using his athleticism. Those are good things. But it didn't come away with a win last night. There's good in last night, but it didn't come away with a win. And to me, those moments that are missed are huge. And they fall at the feet of your quarterback. That's okay. Guess what, Bears fans? Tom Brady's had games that fall at his feet. Drew Brees has had games that fall at his feet. Patrick Mahomes has had games that fall at his feet. Good quarterbacks have games that fall at their feet. You know why? Because it's the NFL and the people on the other side get paid a lot of money to play the game as well. That's okay. Doesn't mean Justin's a bad player. Doesn't mean Justin's a bad quarterback. Doesn't mean Justin's a... It means Justin's learning how to play the game of football. 
He's figuring it out. And he's figuring it out with nothing around him. He's figuring it out with no talent around him. Those are good things to see. Grab this keyboard. It's about growth. It's about development. It's not about winning the Super Bowl this season. You're not going to win it. It's not about going out there and uh, uh, winning every single game and dominating it. It's not about any of that. It's about growth. And guess what? There's some players, they're not going to show you growth. And we're seeing that. It comes down to execution. I know Flus probably said it in his press conference yesterday. I haven't even gotten a chance to listen. We'll listen to it here. We'll listen to Flus. We'll listen to Justin. But but he, here's... It's the beginning of a rebuild. And it's okay to look at Justin Fields and say, hey, bud, you came up short on that. We can talk about receivers. We can talk about all these pieces he doesn't have. But there were key moments in the game that can you can put away. And guess what? Every, every NFL player will tell you, football games come down to one or two plays. Unless you're getting, like, the doors blown off of you. It comes down to one or two plays. Some missed tackle here, some miscue there. Bayless Jones dropping that punt. Those are the plays that it comes down to. Justin Fields missing. Justin Fields off the helmet. Justin Fields, the Darnell Mooney, deep shot. Love the aggressiveness. Missed him. That's what it comes down to. And so, and 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 for me, right, the biggest thing that this Bears team can do now is look at what you have and say, okay, does Nikhil Harry fix some of the issues we got? If he doesn't, you need to go find you a wide receiver that helps you in the room while not getting rid of Tevin Jenkins. Um, the biggest problem for me on the uh, uh, with making moves now is like, what player are you going to move? Um, I think it's I, I think it's going to be Roquan Smith at this point. <laughs> I mean, he got blown up by Carson Wentz, absolutely murdered by Carson Wentz, bro. Um, but I. <laughs> That, bro, kid, kid's reaction to him getting hit by Carson Wentz was one of the funniest things ever, I swear, because it was just like, hey, bro, like, this man just got blown up by a quarterback. And I saw Muggs, like, trying to make the comparison to where um, Lance Briggs got blown up by Cam Newton, and I was like, that's not the same player, bro. That's not the same guy. That's not the same game. We're not going to do that to my guy Lance out here. Um, so we got Flus at the podium. I'm always nervous with these mics post game, bro. These mics be trash post game. But we got Flus at the podium. Let's listen in to what the Bears head coach had to say on the Chicago Bears game and uh, where where he felt like the Bears could improve and where he felt like uh, the Bears. I mean, I guess where the Bears lost this game at, right? Like that's that's the biggest question. Where did your team? 
end up coming away with the L because again, there's moments, right? There's moments, of course, everybody's going to look at Justin in the end zone. There's going to be defenders. There's going to be guys that are, that are uh, looking to defend Justin. There's going to be guys that are looking to um, attack Justin. And for me, it's just about like, okay, let's learn from these moments. Let's figure these moments out and let's move on. It's what it comes down to. So let's listen in on coach. I'm obviously disappointed with the loss. Um, you know, and then the you know things that stood out for us in a positive way was the defense. You know, the defense played really well. Um, uh, we you know uh, really good on third down. Uh, we were they were 0 of six I think in the first half and ended up being two of 11 for 18 uh, percent, which is a positive there. So uh, you know the defensive staff worked really hard at that uh, this week, and we were certainly pleased with that. I thought the run defense was was good um, up until you know that last drive or the the drive before we gave up some runs. So I thought we were solid there. Pass defense was outstanding. Um, you know, I think we held the, the opponent to you know uh, low passer rating and, and did a nice job of defending the pass. Um, had some good sacks. You know, had some third down sacks, which was good. You know, and then really uh, for offense, you know, the offense I thought you know did a really good job. You know, with driving the football. You know, we had a drive of 66 yards, and then we had the interception. You know, that bounced off of the helmet there. Then we end up going for it on the, the next 66-yard drive, and uh, went for it on the fourth in inches down there, and couldn't couldn't plunge it in down there. Um, and then right before the, coming out of halftime, we we you know scored a touchdown, uh, which was excellent. And then uh, you know we went on uh, the last two drives there. We end up you no know, went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. And then our defense did an outstanding job of right, rising up there when we didn't get that fourth down, and then forcing a missed field goal. And then we drove it the, all the way down the length of the field. Um, to give ourselves a chance to win it at the end there and then didn't didn't punch it in there. So obviously, you know, the, the storyline will be, hey, we got a, you know, nice drive drives for the offense, but you got to be able to punch it in in the red zone and and those types of things. But uh, I told the guys I was proud of them, the way they fought and the way they, the way they battled uh, during the course of the, you know, the, the day. And uh, again, it's all about execution. You know, it comes down to six or seven plays. And I told the guys, listen, it's it's we're right there. We're right there. You just got to keep believing and keep believing in what we're doing, how we're doing it, and uh, we're right there, and we're going to get over that hump right there. Um, you know, and they got some time to self-reflect right now, and I told them that. They got a little mini-buy here. Uh, coaches coaches will be in there doing self-scout, and uh, they, they're going to be looking at their own performances, how they can per get better coming back going into our uh, week against uh, New England Patriots. So I will open up to questions from there. What do you need to do to be better in the red zone? You know, it comes down, you know, you saw it, right? It comes down to execution. You know, I, has, I thought we had some real good plays in there. We just got to, uh, you know, hit the guys when, when, they're, when they're in the, uh, you know, when we had the play on and hit the guys in, in the open, you know, like for Griffin there. I thought that was an excellent play. Um, we, didn't, we just got to execute as a group. You know, we got to execute as a group better, better down there, and uh, we'll get that done. And when it comes to the pass that was bounced off the helmet, yeah. is there a concern for Justin's mechanics possibly? No, I mean, sometimes your arm angle changes because he's trying to fit it in there. You know, there's a lot of big bodies in there. So a lot of times you, you will change your arm angle, you know, based on what window you see in front of you. So, uh, you know, you can't fault him on that. He was trying to fit it in there, and that's just what happened. And we got to do a good job when the ball goes up. Somebody's got to do a good job of knocking it down. Uh, some of that's in the vicinity there. There's three, the three red zone trips, I mean, the way they ended were so different on all three. Yeah. You scratching your head a little bit on you, know, you guys, how that could kind of happen that way. Um, 
No, I mean, the first one was a, a interception, right? The second one was on downs, a fourth and inches, and the last one was, you know, in the corner there, didn't get it. Right, just like the luck of you not being able to convert all three of those. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it goes. You know, we got to do a better job executing. Really, and you think about it, do a better job, you know, of us on first, second, or third down getting the ball in there. So not putting yourself in that fourth down situation. From your view, did you think Darnell got in on that fourth and four play? I don't think he did. Yeah, I didn't think he did. I, I, I thought he was I thought he was close. Uh, but uh, from our vantage point, and there's nothing we could do at that point because it's, you know, replay review. So. I'm sorry, in the moment, while you're watching it live. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he was short. Had he caught it originally? See, like he caught it, bottled it, and caught it. Again. Yeah, then I thought he had a chance. Yeah, I thought he would have had a chance to get it for sure. A second down play, though, on a second drive, when Griffin was wide open, you know, just talk us what this field is putting, zipping the ball too much. That seems like a pass that I should be able to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I haven't... I haven't... Asked him about that and talked to him. But, uh, you know, it was a great play. It's a great, great call. What kind of things are you telling him to keep him engaged in the bank of taking a beat like today? Yeah, so first of all, I mean, uh, you know, I told him afterward, man, he is tough. I mean, that guy is tough. And, man, he can get out of a lot of things. And, and he, that one run he had down the side, I mean, that's, some of that stuff's just amazing, you know, the type of player he is um, and the toughness, the mental toughness that he has. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal, you know. So he'll he'll hang in there with the best of them, you know. And uh, uh, it's, it's exciting to see, you know, the guys rally around him and see that toughness because you you'll rally around a guy like that, you know. That's just got that mental and physical toughness that he has. And uh, so I just told him I was real proud of him the way he hung in there. So again, they got some good D linemen. Obviously, they got some first rounders, and and they're going to give a lot of guys fits as they have. But uh, um, yeah, I was just real proud of him. Do you need to reassess the offensive line during this break? We're going to reassess everything. Yeah, we're going to reassess everything. I mean, everything we're going to reassess from scheme to, to you know, players to everything. You know, and we're going to do a, a good job of that here coming up. 
and we're going to do a good job of, of really getting it to the players. You know, if it might be a lineup change or, or it might be, uh, you know, technique fundamentals, that all that scheme, how we're running certain plays, who we're getting the ball to, uh, what we're doing well, what we need to improve on. So that's going to be, you know, we, we're going to look at all that for sure. Are you satisfied with the pass rush right now? Well, the answer to that's never satisfied with the pass rush, you know, so it's always got to be better. Um, I thought we did a good job of getting some sacks. You know, I th- some of those were pressures that we called on third down, um, certainly, but uh, uh, we'll just we'll just look at it and evaluate that uh, going forward. That'll be one, th- one of the things we evaluate. But uh, sack numbers need to be up a little bit more, so and, and the pressure numbers need to be up too. You guys seem to put more guys in the last two. Is that something you and Alan talked about during the week? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, I was, we were in there, in there together, visiting, you know, and uh, we, uh, in a short week like this, and you know, every week, but uh, it was, uh, it was good. It was a good plan. It was a good plan for third down for sure. With Bayless and the, and the fumble at the eight-yard line, is this just a matter of he needs more time to be comfortable returning punts, considering the, the muff in New York and now this one? Yeah, we're going to have to look at that. I mean, the number one job of any kick returner or punt returner is to catch the ball. So we're going to have to look at that. Was wind a factor? Hey, he pissed uh, it. I, I, there wasn't, I mean, the wind wasn't, it wasn't that bad out there, I don't think. We talked last week about he ain't giving him no excuses. Justin looked like he was growing in front of our eyes. What did you see today? Did it feel like he took a step back? No, I don't think so. I think he took a step forward. I really do. Because... Because the, the the you know he was uh, the toughness you know and the able to the ability the, what's for me the ability to take the ball and drive it down at the very end to give us a chance to win it that's to me what was the improvement okay was there other moments you know that he we need to clean up and offense needs to clean up sure but we had the drives down there and if we punch those in the game's a different game you know it's good that's twenty one points right so um, for me that was really uh, inspiring to watch him do that at the very end to take us down to win it um, at the very end. And, and again, we came up short, but uh, we got to do a better job next time. How about his touchdown to Dante taking advantage of a free play there? Great. That was awesome. It was great. We've been trying to pull that off, you know, uh, the, uh, these first few games, and, and we did. And, man, what a throw. You know, we all know he's a great deep ball thrower, and, and he threw it, right, threw it right in there, and Dante had a great, great catch and great execution. So you, you think Justin Fields took a step forward tonight? Well, I'm just saying that he asked if it was, you know, step forward, step back. I think if you look at, for me, taking that drive to take us down for a chance to win it, okay, that's a step forward because it was two, it was during two minute and it was when it counted. So to me, that's encouraging and that's a step forward in that, in that light. ball and we thought the ball was going to get snapped right because i said we said hey don't know you what know, that was. take the time out you know it's two three and he's clapping 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 the ball never came so um we just got to do a better job there got to snap the ball i'm sorry did you uh let me run that one back ball, 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 i don't ball, know ball, and we thought the ball, fourth and 11 on the second to last drive yeah take a delay yeah what was the, what was the problem well i saw justin clapping right Ball, 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 and we thought the ball was going to get snapped, right? Because I said we said, "Hey, you know, take the timeout." You know, it's two, three, and he's clapping, clapping, clapping. The ball never came, so um, we just got to do a better job there. There's your boy Musty. The ball. I'm sorry. Did you uh, on the throw to Pettis in the end zone at the end? Yeah. Did you argue for pass interference? 
Of course. And did, what did you think? I mean, did you believe you had a strong case for that? Yeah, it doesn't matter. They, they, when they call it, there's nothing, there's nothing you can do at that point. It's past interference. But uh, you, you can argue it if you want to. You know? Thanks, guys. Yep. That was Coach Floos breaking down, you know, basically what he saw in the game and echoing a lot of what, what I said early on, right? Like that the this team um, has to get the job done, has to, Justin Fields has to finish off those drives. You, those are the moments where you have to execute, right? That's okay to say. That's okay to say. That's okay to talk about. That's okay for uh, us as Bears fans to realize that Justin Fields didn't get the job done in the end zone. But now how do we grow from that? Now how do we get past here? Now how do we get to that next level? Arm angle, all of that, right? Breaking it down, trying to fit it in there, ball pops up. Yeah, there's other things on that play that need to happen, but Justin, gotta get it. he's got to get you that touchdown. And that's okay. I agree with Flus as well. Growth. Growth. We saw growth. Justin, pressure on, driving down the field, putting you in a position to win. That's growth. Gives his wide receiver an opportunity to win the game. That's growth. Not I like to see that route maybe one yard into the end zone, but that's growth. I know it's hard to see right now, Bears fans, because right now, right, it's the day after the game. We're playing the blame game. Who's the blame? Who put us in this position? Who did it? But the Bears are moving in the right direction. They just don't have a lot of talent. And you're going into next season with more talent. You also have to talk about with Justin Fields, right? End of that game, he's hurt. He's playing through the injury. He's showing you that, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it right now, but guess what? I'm going to go down here and I'm going to give it everything I got. Those are good signs. Those are good things to see. I love that from Justin Fields. Show me more of that. Maybe not the hurt part from getting hit all the time, but show me more of that. Growth. Incremental, small. These moments suck 100%. But you can't expect just the good to come out of nothing. The good has to come from the bad. We'll hear from Justin Fields here in a second. Uh, I do want to break down uh, um, kind of his comments and what he was feeling uh, after that game. I know a lot of his comments have gone viral today. Uh, also, have to tell you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dog Whiskey, the official drink of the Windy City Breeze in 2010. Bird Dog pioneered the flavored whiskey category, and since that time, Bird Dog has been upholding and trailblazing the space year after year. Me and Kid have personally enjoyed the peach flavor while watching the Chicago Bears and now the black cherry flavor together while watching the Chicago Bears win, lose, or draw, and we want you to do the same. So check the link in the description below to see where you can buy your favorite flavor of Bird Dog whiskey where the motto is life is short so add some flavor i'm gonna tell you this right now i'm not a black cherry guy normally we were sipping this last night delicious the the peach flavor is to die for it's one of the best peach flavored whiskeys um that i've had um i feel like they they've done an excellent job kind of uh um you know just just making the flavors kind of hit you 
um, but not too much, right? Not to the point where it tastes like candy. So I, I'm a big fan of Bird Dog. Go uh, support us by supporting our sponsors. Check the link in the description below, and you can check out uh, Bird Dog Whiskey. Let's get back to the show, man. Uh, let's hear from our quarterback. Tough loss. He was he was breathing on the side. He looks pissed, literally. I need to show y'all what I'm seeing before I even press play on the video. <laughs> if you're on the podcast side, you ain't going to hear it. But, bro, he's just he's already pissed. He's already pissed. So um, let's hear from, what our, from our quarterback and hear what he's got to say. Uh, hold on, hold on. Unmute this, John. Pretty good, but... um. How is your body feeling right now? Um, I'm hurting, you know, hurting pretty good. But um, we got a long weekend, so I'll have some extra time to heal up. You were on the sideline using the resistance band because it started the third quarter. Was that to loosen up your left shoulder? What what happened on that? Yeah, it's just my shoulder, my left shoulder, um, hurt it a while back, so it just kind of re-aggravated it. So I was just trying to keep the uh, muscles, you know, activating and just just keep it moving. Justin, what do you guys need to do to be better than the Reds? Finish. That's it. That's the gist of the whole game. Um, finish. You know, we didn't finish. Uh, missed a wide open touchdown pass. Didn't finish. Uh, fourth and one. Handed the ball off to Demo. Couldn't finish it. Last play. Couldn't finish it. Uh, you know, there's multiple plays in that game that we uh, could have made to you know change the whole game, but the summary of it all is we didn't finish. And um, you know. Uh, it doesn't matter if you drive all the way down to the five one yard line and don't score. So, I mean, you can. That's the same thing as a, a three and out, and you punt in, inside the ten. So it's a, it's the same thing. So, um, just the biggest thing is just just finishing. Did you think when when you when Darnell went up, did you think he was going to get over there? Just the air. Get over there. Get over the yeah. Get over the line. Yeah, uh, I th- wasn't he over the line like when he caught it? Yeah, that was kind of bobbling. Yeah, so I mean, I guess if he didn't bobble it, it would, probably would have been a touchdown for real. But um, I mean, that just goes back. Just finish, finish the catch, finish the throw, finish the run, finish the blocks. I mean, as an offense, we got to finish. I got to be better. We all got to be better. So yeah. What did you think of the throw before that? Had you seen the replay of it? It was a pi that we didn't get. Hundred percent. Tell the truth, Justin. It was a PI that we it didn't seems get. Like there are pieces or plays there where you all are performing at a high level. Is it a logistic thing that's missing? Missing? What is the what is the key to actually finishing? When the play is there, make it <laughs> plain and simple. There's no logistics. There's no. It's not simple. It's not complicated. It's when you have that opportunity, finish. It's that simple. And you know, we just didn't do it at night, so. Um, there's no, you don't have to make it harder than it is. Uh, pitch and catch, and the real, the the one that's making me mad is the the one who uh, uh, Griff in the end zone. I mean, you know, he, he probably could have ran a little bit more, but I mean that he's he's wide open. I, I gotta hit that. I'm an NFL quarterback. I gotta hit that. Um, and then the first one to call uh, all out. We got cover zero on the last one. I'm, I'm the first drive and just tipped the ball. So I mean, I can't do anything about that. But I mean, we have plenty of opportunities in the game. That we just didn't finish, so we just got to get better at that. Does it mean to us through the, the function of catching them with too many on the field, getting everybody to line of scrimmage and knowing where to go with the football? When did you first recognize you kind of had them in the process of getting everybody up to the ball? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, when we play a team, we just look at, you know, do they substitute a lot, um, you know, and 
Um, the guys, the coaches in the box, you know, usually see that they're substituting. So just call in my ear and then we get on the ball and I could play. And then if they're off the field, then we just chill out and, you know, get a play dialed up. But, you know, they still had extra guys on the field. And, um, you know, at that point, it's just uh, get open. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a free play at that point. So, um, you know, Dante did a great job and made a great catch. Uh, Lime did a great job blocking and, you know, it was a good play. How hard is it for you to kind of uh, motivate everybody else when you are feeling the way you are uh, everybody's feeling this way. Everybody's mad. I mean, nobody's happy about his loss. Um, you know, uh, just we always get told that we're almost there. We're almost there. Like me personally, I'm tired of being almost there. I'm tired of being, you know, just just this close. Uh, I feel like I've been hearing it for so long now. But um, you know, at the end of the day, all you can do is get back to work. Um, that's the only reaction you have. Live and you learn, and just get back next week and you know keep keep going, keep getting better. Justin, can you take us through that final play, the one to Montgomery, to, the one to, to Mooney? It looked like Montgomery was leaking out. Montgomery's the fifth read on that play. It's the last read. So, um, in reality, if I'm being real with you, there's a five percent chance you're gonna get back to him. So um, he's the last read on that. I'm not gonna, you know, it's boom, 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 boom. Like he's the last read on that. So. Um, Mooney was open. Uh, he won. And like I said before, he just got to finish. Is that more, for all the work you've done with Mooney for the last two years, I imagine you'll take your chances of throwing the ball to him for the game on the line. I'm doing it every trip. I mean, if my boy's open, I got full trust in him. Anybody, um, anybody on his team, I don't care if it's a practice squad guy, I don't care if it's Mooney, anybody, if you know, if, if I'm out there with them, I'm going to put my full trust in them. And, you know, um, if they make a mistake, they make a mistake, move on. You know, um, it's, it's, it's that simple. Justin, last one. You said last week that you felt the distraction was a little bit better. Uh, this week, was it, do you feel like it was rest or it was more of, of a symptom of going against? I felt like they they got back there. Um, you know, everybody knows that, you know, Washington has a great D-line. Uh, they have great D-tackles. So um, definitely felt them coming today. That was Justin Fields breaking down what he was seeing on that play or what he was seeing in the game. And he talked about, right, like, could Griffin have run a little bit harder? Maybe. But I got to make that throw. He understands. He understands he's got to make that throw to Demo. And, and I, I love, like, uh, the, the all-22, all the quarterback gurus that have come out from that. And by the way, like, I, I, I don't claim to be a quarterback guru. I don't claim to, like – break down his tape and know every read, know every play. But I know that reads are usually one direction and you usually can see the quarterback going in that direction. So, you know, kind of where his reads are or that, you know, if maybe he's going to skip the second read because the third read is open. So you tell him to skip, like, I know the basics of it. Um, but there's a lot of people like, like she asked the question, Monty's leaking out in the flat. I, why would I go straight to my check down when my number one read is open? You got to finish the play. I think he said it perfectly. I think Justin said it perfectly. And Justin understands it, right? You missed the clear touchdown to Griff. You, the cold one, okay, he says you can't do anything about that. I, I'm not out there. I'm not making the passes. I'm not making the throws. I would have liked to see him get that one in there. I mean, it was thrown off of a helmet. It's not like somebody tipped it. Like, you threw it off of my man's helmet. Um... And the play to Demo. 
He beat his man. You got to make the play, right? We want to complain. And and here's the part that irks me, right? I'm not saying this team is perfect. I'm not saying this team is great. I'm not saying this team is has uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle out there as weapons on the wide receiver uh, 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 core. But guys got open. Guys got open on plays that get you in the end zone. Guys got open multiple times on plays that get you in the end zone. At least three. The Demo play 50-50 ball, solid defense. Demo could have came down with that. But even with that, right, that's a tough play to call touchdown or not. But we can't just, because we like somebody, bury our head in the sand and say, hey, He's he he's okay. He he still played great in this game. When that's not the case. I love Justin. I think Justin's our franchise quarterback. I think we're going to figure it out under Justin. I think Justin's the answer. I do. I think Flus is a good head coach for us. I do. I think Getsy's scheme is working. But you have to finish those plays off. You have to finish those moments off. And sometimes the blame is on the player. Blame's on Demo maybe missing a couple of routes in there. I don't know, Pettis missing a couple of routes. Definitely dropping passes, right? And and I love Justin Fields because he's not mincing words. He's not sitting there like, no, it wasn't this, it was this, it wasn't. He's like, no, it was a P.I. He didn't get it. He should have got the P.I. We should have had first and goal. It's a crazy call that they didn't get. But, and Flus talked about it, and Justin talked about it, it shouldn't have come down to those moments. The fact that it came down to those moments is the issue. It shouldn't have come down to a last drive at the end of the game because you had multiple moments that you could have put the ball in the end zone. And that's what it comes down to for me, man. That's what it comes down to for me. Um, I'm not off of the Bears. My prediction might change a little bit now. Uh, I think I had the Bears 9-8 and eight finishing out the season. I think just based on um, the amount of actual teams that we play the rest of the way and, and how we're struggling versus teams that I – although the commanders I did have us losing to preseason, but I thought coming into this game we could have beat them for a lot of the reasons that we, we should have beat them, right? Like we got in the red zone. We were carving that defense up. We were dominating them defensively. Um I, I I look at the game that itself and say, hey, like there was a lot of moments here where we could have won this game. But I think I think now my season prediction might change a little bit. Maybe we're eight, and nine, maybe we're seven and ten, whatever it is. Right. Like, I still don't think we're going to be a three win team. I understand Bears fans. Right. Like we're we're living in the moment right now and we just lost to the Washington Commanders. But your team is getting better. Well, I shouldn't say that. Your quarterback is getting better. <laughs> I can't say your team's getting better. Your quarterback is getting better. So now what are we going to do with them? How are we going to use them? How are we going to get them some help? That's a rest of the season and a next season thing. There's going to be moments where we win. There's going to be moments where we lose. There's going to be moments where we get a gut punch. 
Right now, we're in the gut punch moment. We got the Patriots on Monday night. Back-to-back uh, uh, primetime games. Let's hope we're not in another gut punch moment after that one. Because that's a very winnable game as well. You got to go in there and get the job done, though. Players got to execute. Let's see some execution from these boys. Come on now. Drop them bear dimes in the chat. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. This is pre-recorded, if you guys are wondering. Uh, that's why it's premiering right now. And I don't know what happened, like, randomly through Floose talking. Like, the, the intro music just cut on again out of nowhere. Um... But uh, <laughs> that's why I end up going back. Like, what the heck was that? But uh, no, I just I'm 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 OK with dealing with where we're at now, because I believe in what we're actually building this time. I believe in the quarterback that we have. I believe that Justin Fields will be a good quarterback. That doesn't mean that he's free of blame anytime anything happens. There's a lot of people to blame in this game. Receivers, O-linemen, all of that. Doesn't mean Justin Fields can't get blamed. And he's a part of it. He's a part of the process. And I like how I said that, right? Like, I'm I'm not, um, I'm sick of us almost being there. I'm sick of us almost getting in. I'm sick of us, yeah, here, here's the thing. And, and I like how Flu said it. You got to punch the ball in, in those moments where um, Justin gets into, you, you got to punch the ball in. Uh, I'd like to see Herbert punch the ball in at fourth and one, right? Doesn't get into the end zone. But that's after you had already gone through two opportunities of not getting into the end zone. So you got to punch him in. You got to execute. That part is on the entire team. But I don't come into this week. We can come into most weeks and say, hey, this ain't on Justin. He got sacked a bunch. He got the right wide receivers drop passes. He didn't have an opportunity to win the game for you. This game, he had his opportunity. So that's my thoughts on it, man. It's okay if we all have different opinions as well. So I know there's some people that are like losing their mind in the chat, but uh, it's okay if we have different opinions. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. As always, man, um... Got a lot of running around to do today, but I had to get the show in, especially after the Bears lose. Um, so appreciate you guys for showing love. Uh, if you could, support our sponsors, Bird Dog Whiskey. Check them in the link in the description below. As always, man, it's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. We'll be back, I mean, probably next week. We'll, we'll drop content throughout the weekend, but we'll probably be back next week, breaking down kind of what we're seeing from this Bears team and uh, where this team has to go, man. As always, man, y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.